Sliced Apples Podcast with Alex and David. Yo, yo, yo. Hey. All right, boys. Are you started? Yeah, surprise. It's been a minute, man. I haven't been on a podcast in a minute. You gotta you gotta let me know. Gotta warm up for as soon as that camera as soon as that recording button goes on, it's like the brain goes off. So I gotta (laughs) I gotta get back in that. (laughs) But no, I I was just saying that uh yeah, I got Madison watching How I Met Your Mother. And uh I'm just reminiscing how good of a show it was. Because it's been a long time since I've seen it. But when I used to watch it, I used to watch it, watch it. And it is, it's a perfect, it, it's a great show. Dude, you already made it to season eight. It's been like a month and yeah, a half. Yeah, we, we went quick. It's been like a like a season every few days that we get through. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's pushing. That's pushing episodes right there. Yeah, no, that's not too bad, though. Yeah. Because no, there's like 20 episodes. 24. 24 each. Yeah, and it's just cool because each one has like a little plot twist and all that kind of stuff. And she's one of those people that like, from the get go, she like tries to figure out what what everything's gonna happen in like movies and shows and stuff like that. And she's oh, yeah. so off half the time, like she has no idea. And I already know what's gonna happen, so I'm just like look at her like, you have no idea. And she thinks she figured it out. She thinks she's so smart. I'm like, you have no idea. You you dumb. Like it's about to switch is she, up. Is there somebody she conv- she's convinced like, oh, that's gonna be the mom. That's gonna be the mom or nah? No, I think she's in the in the. So at the end of season seven, it shows that Barney is a groom and Robin is the bride. And uh, so at the start of season eight, which is the second to last, it's like, how are they going to end up together and stuff like that? But honestly, she has been saying that the whole show, which is that Robin's going to end up with Barney. You know, I don't want to give too much stuff away because, you know, but this is the and, you know, this is where I can't say much because then, you know, she's going to know and spoil it. But I'm also just pretending like. I'm almost watching it for the first time as well. So I don't really like I'm almost I go into each episode and try to forget everything I know about the show. And uh, it, it's, it's been great. It's been very interesting. I think the, the one thing about How I Met Your Mother is uh, that's nice is that uh, how they kind of do um, the women that come into Ted's life. So I feel like every person, if you're really like into the show and watch it as a whole. You have, uh, oh, I like Ted. Oh, Stella was my favorite, or uh, Victoria was my favorite yeah, one. Yeah, Victoria was always my. And I, 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 I have forgotten about Barney's girls. And I was like, man, I've always like, I kind of finished the show, and I was just thinking about, you know, Ted's girls, and I was like, oh, Victoria, kind of what you said. But now rewatching, so I'm like, yo, Barney's girls, man, like Nora, and then Quinn, and then dude, honestly, Nora was a good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nora was a. Yeah, I still think about her sometimes. You know, I got to... <laughs> yeah, you know, some people are here sitting in the room, so I got to watch what I'm saying. But yeah, no, nor in Quinn, man. I, I'm like, geez, yeah, he he picked some killers. So I watch. I tell her, you know, you gotta watch her back because hey, Robin. You, you uh, know, it's funny, Caesar. You know what I have a uh, me actually watching right now that I uh, just started rewatching Scrubs. I don't know if I can get it on Scrubs. No, Scrubs, yeah, Scrubs yeah, but that, that that was a. I really like that one. That was another. Scrubs is one. better. 
House. I love House. But out of, house is a whole like, other thing. House would be more compared to like Grey's Anatomy. I mean, yeah, but that's, like out of all, nah, like we're the, talking Grey's Anatomy. That's peak peak TV. It's just too long, dude. Once once I, well, I, I, mean, I, I, never, I never finished it. I don't know what's going on. Did you stop yeah. when my dreamy died? That's the only spot. Like, yeah, that's, that's the I had already stopped. I think a little before that, and I just went back to see what happened. And then, I, but I had already known he was gonna die. And then since then, I don't know what happens. Is it still going on? Yeah. Did it become like a woke show? It feels like it would. Like just, I don't know. Over time, it just like for it to still be going on. Yeah, well, they, they, they the cast started fighting with the with what's her name with Wanda, whatever the fuck her name is, the director Rhonda Shimes. Yeah, and like oh, so, it's God. funny every time like every season like a new cast member would like get into it with her, she'll kill them off or like they'll disappear somehow. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's the classic uh, like TV thing. Yeah. And, like that's what happened. Friends with uh, Joey. When you talk yeah. bad, they just killed them off. Then she got that much power. I guess that show needs to die off itself. So, you know, it does, doesn't need to die, though. Um, no, talking about MMA now, because we got to wrap on wrap up. So, can't uh, be here forever. <laughs> uh, up already. Dude's trying to wrap up 10 bro, it's, five minutes in. <laughs> I get you. I get it's you, been five minutes. Sheesh. No, yeah. All right. So... Now that we got that out of the way, you know what we're here two fans for? The UFC. UFC. Um, How has it been going? Mate, How has it been going? We haven't really kept up in a while. How's your MMA career watching been? Been keeping up with it? Been um, moving on to other sports? It's, it's How been, was the Super Bowl? Did that just happen, right? You, you didn't even watch yeah, it. Huh? Yeah. No, I was honestly knocked out. I didn't even, like, I kind of woke up during the nap and I was like, it's going on. I just... So I know with everything going on, have you been keeping up with MMA? Yeah. So uh, not as much as like I probably will now that football season's over because, you know, football is number one. And then, but now UFC is, is there. Um, it's just crazy that I, UFC doesn't have any seasons. Like it's just all the time. Like that's what's every great month about it. they got it. Yeah, what they, yeah. What they had like the the break where they had a couple weeks off, and then there's like a like a whole During block. The new year? Just, like, yeah, and then it's like a block of like every week to have an event. Yeah, I mean they also have their weeks of like which could pretty much just be off weeks, which is crappy cards in the apex, which are just yeah. it, it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel like I am a crappy fan by not really being that interested in those. But I mean, is anybody interested in those those cards? The uh, Joe Pfeiffer and the. Anchor live cards. I mean, anybody really? I think Dave is the only person I know that randomly watched. Like, there was one main event, Roman Dolzo and Nasserdin. That I was like, (laughs) am I reading something wrong? Is this the headline? What's going on here? Uh, Yeah, that that was just embarrassing. As a fan, like, I don't know what's going on. Um, But then they have their stretches of really good cards back to back to back to back. So I guess that would be like they're on season and they're like, yo, we're on right now. We kind of take a little moment. We're off. But yeah, I guess there's no like there's no Super Bowl. There's no moment where it just leads up and then you can kind of take a moment and relax. And every sport has it. You know, I kind of see it with the World Series, like the baseball fans and they're all amped up and this, this and that. And then, oof, all right, everybody kind of chills out for a little bit and it helps them get ramped up for the next one. But with the UFC, it's just we're just always ramped up for something. I guess it would just be the yeah. I, I, me personally, it depends on the day. I mean, some Saturdays I'll be like, 
you know, doing cleaning up the house or something and I get a notification, oh, the prelims are on, fight night prelims. I'm like, all right, cool, fuck it, turn it on. I ain't got nothing else to watch. And a betting aspect as well, because sometimes I'll find those fights where I'm like, ooh, nah, 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 I got to put some money on this. Like there was one, it was like the first or second fight of the other fight night. I don't even remember which one it was, but I was just watching it while um, cleaning up the living room. And I started watching it second round. And I saw the guy, I saw the fights, I saw them fight the second round. And then going into the third round, about halfway through the third round, they showed the live odds. And the guy that I, in my head was like, okay, he run one round two, he's winning round three so far. Um, he was the underdog, a live underdog. And I was like, brother, hold up. Let, let me hold, let me put some little, some dollars on this. Cause I know, I know how to, I've watched enough UFC. I know how the, how the, how these uh, judges work. And so, yeah, I guess yeah, I maybe up... on the bed and bed side of it, it's still kind of keep it interesting. Cause even if you don't know the name of anybody, you can still bet on just what they look like and make it interesting. I don't really bet. I to this day I still don't bet, so I still just watch yeah, the fight the way it is, and and uh, it's hard, it's hard. But yeah, especially when you don't know anybody, and even having it in the background is kind of hard sometimes. Like I'll, I'll watch it, but I just zone out, and I just rather watch other stuff. It, it really gets that bad. So, uh, but there have been mm. a few new people that, uh, like this guy named Mo- Moicano. Lately, I've been seeing a lot more of his like social media side of things, the way he's promoting himself on that side of yeah. it. Rather than as a fighter. As a fighter, eh, he wasn't, the fight wasn't that interesting. And he hasn't really fought in the last two years. It's just been kind of this persona he's creating. So, yeah, yeah that's what these fighters need to do, because you got to fight in the apex and, you know, against a fighter that nobody knows. People, what? even fans, are not that interested. Uh, before we go into previewing this upcoming pay-per-view uh let's talk about the last one just real quick like um strickland versus duplessis i found it funny how uh espn plus is like ten dollars off uh ufc 297 and da 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 i'm like dang they said we got for the ufc for real though um i mean mean, yeah that is crazy though why do you think that was because they were trying to get people to actually buy it. Yeah. Which they didn't. Did you hear? Uh, I mean, I was going to make a woman's fights comments, but did you hear that RC from RC and DC? Oh, uh, about Raquel Pennington versus Bueno Silva? Yeah, you know, he made a comment about woman fights, and then the week after that, he got cut. That's crazy, huh? He they got cut? Well, the show's not existing anymore. No way. He came out, yeah, the show's over. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. So, uh, you know, we need these women fighters out there. You know, they're good for the sport. He's <laughs> trying to switch it up. No, it is crazy though. The power of like you can't you can't say anything, but uh, it just they just fit the stereotypes, man. Sometimes you know, maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe because I mean that show really wasn't. I don't, I don't know. Oh yeah. Show, really, I don't. Maybe, really maybe they show. were just. I mean, honestly, it could be a coincidence, or it could just be the higher ups just looking for an excuse because they weren't like they weren't making good news but they weren't really making bad news either you know dc kind of tries that like 
doesn't really controversy. He's just kind of like this, the the fluffy teddy bear of the MMA sports, you know. So yeah. he doesn't really bother anybody. So they weren't really creating controversy. They weren't really doing anything. But now, finally, you know, RC says something mildly controversial regarding women's sports, um, and uh, yeah, he got cut. So maybe 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 he knew they were getting cut. No, it was just his last. He said, "Fuck it." He just said he knew I'm that was out. his last. I mean, dude, if he knew that was his last pod, might as well. Yeah, yeah, that but, was crazy. So yeah, we know that fight suck. We 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 ain't gotta talk about that. Did you watch Strickland versus Duplessis? I did. Which honestly, I should probably rewatch. But I mean, it was. What What do you remember? What 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 do you think about the fight? I remember Drake betting on Sean Strickland, so I immediately went to go place uh, Duplessis money line. 100%, yes. I saw Drake put money on Strickland, so I'm like, alright, easy enough. Duplessis money line. And he was a slight underdog as well. Um, I thought, I mean, I thought the Duplessis won, in my humble opinion. Um, he but fought it was a well. Close, close fight? Or was it like a definite Duplessis? It, 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 it was close, but I think it just depends on the person. Me, I thought he firmly won three rounds to two. So it was close, but I thought he definitely won three rounds. Now, some people may say like that third round is like a toss up, you know, but I, I, I just, I just find it. It's one of those MMA math, interesting things, how Strickland's able to beat Izzy, like just dominate him. And then Duplessis comes in and, beat strickland so it's like i don't know bro but either i mean either yeah either they it's just you know the styles or they just kind of duplessis saw how they he saw strickland fight this right for 25 minutes and you can kind of learn on each other uh yeah no i mean i don't really care who uh you know who did decide to win and i would have preferred strickland but it was kind of close enough to where like i don't really care for me it's just about what happens now and then the my problem with this was that after this fight, the narrative was like, oh, well, they figured out UFC 300, Duplessis and Israel Adesanya. And I literally almost threw up a little bit in my mouth. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want Israel back, bro. That that just sounds boring to me. Um, even Duplessis in a, like, they're just, when you don't make a definite win, when you're kind of like, yeah, you know, he won the belt, you know, this third round was kind of a toss-up. I don't know. It doesn't doesn't really make you this this champ that is going to go headline this big card, or even that makes people excited to see you. you know, it was good yeah. for South Africa, though. Finally, I now I don't remember the fight. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the fight like any part of it, but I do remember yeah, exactly. It wasn't the, really the, the the I remember the thought of yeah, Duplessis definitely won that, um, and also thinking like. Duplessis is a really fucking good fighter. Like he is under very well underrated and low key. Um, that's why I mean it doesn't have to be UFC 300, but that's why I would really like to see him versus Izzy because I mean, ah, uh, you're those, you're one of those fans. Those, I mean, it. it I mean, those. who else? Is, I mean, who else is Duplessis gonna? Well, I mean, that doesn't mean he needs to fight him just because there's nobody else. You don't yeah, want a I mean, rematch? Of a, a what? A rematch? You wouldn't want a rematch? Of Strickland um, versus Duplessis? I, I want to throw Shamayev somewhere in there. 
That's where I mean, it gets yeah. fun to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shamayev yeah, versus, yeah. but because, but honestly, it's only because we've seen Shamayev just dominant. If we would have seen Shamayev against Usman three other times, we would have been like, eh, as well. We've been like, eh. So it's just that's my general problem with anybody. Like right now, the the question is the UFC 300. So they did as the big headline, somebody that's gonna be fun, somebody that the fans are like, oh, this somebody I want to see. As we are now figuring out. Israel is just not that guy that we want to see. Um, even Duplessis, you know, he didn't have really a dominant win. Now Shamayev, maybe, but uh, I don't know. I think right now the question too is that everybody's trying to go up weight classes. So if any, if anything would make these guys interesting are is um, you know, champ versus champ, which Israel is no longer champion. So it just doesn't really for me. He doesn't really make it interesting anymore. Um, I guess he's living rent free in my head because nobody else mentioned Izzy but me, and I'm just hating it for no reason. But I know it was a big discussion, and the second I heard, it, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna pick up steam." But I just, it just wasn't that interesting of a thing for me. Um, I think right now the thing is everybody's change, trying to change divisions. Uh, everyone's trying to move up or that kind of stuff. Right? It, it, it's yeah. it's ridiculous right now. Everybody needs to chill out. Like Islam, uh, I mean. Um, what who who else is there? Ed, Leon Edwards, bro. He he only beat Usman and Kobe Covington. Like, come on, go go. Yeah, get but that's but that's yeah. exactly because of the question you just said. It's like, well, who does he fight? And the question is always like, oh, you move up and you, it makes it interesting. Because yeah, Leon Leon has a very boring division because it's like Bilal. I guess there's a few few ones, but they're just a lot scarier. Um. Drake is Duplessis again. He he can he can have a rematch against Strickland, but Strickland right now honestly seems to be one of the most entertaining fighters. All right, hold on, um, hold on. All right, so welterweight for Leon Edwards. I mean, I guess Bilal, but Shavkat, Rachmanov. I mean, I know. Okay, also, from- also, also, is this you saying just like regular fights or still UFC three hundred? Because for like I've still oh, no, no, still no, 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 just regular fights. Not you, yeah, just regular. I, I'm not even talking about UFC 300. I really don't know. First of all, that shit was supposed to be announced. Oh, it's getting announced this week, like three weeks ago, and still nothing. I mean, what do you have any idea of who? The, Bro, who I don't think, think the Dana headline White has any idea. Like, I don't think he has any idea. You think now, he's trying to convince I, Connor? That's why. No, I, I don't think. I think. At this point, they've lost that kind of that juice that they could have pulled out of him. Like at this point, they're they need a cart like a, a main event good enough to kind of chill everybody out, uh, but not good enough to where like you need it by so because right now the card is done. The card is a very good card. It's just they've he just kind of created now this scenario where now Dana White has kind of put himself in a corner and needs this main event. And like John Jones even came out and said like that they asked him two weeks ago if the, he wanted to be the main event, and he was like, "Nah, I'm good." So like, why would they do that if they don't already have somebody? Honestly, I think they might wait for Volk. If Volk can win, that's uh, yeah. But who would he, he fight? Man, he could fight anybody. Um, he could have a rematch if it needs be. He could uh. Uh yeah, I mean there's not a lot. Yeah, of bro, I don't know who this man's fighting, uh, bro. He would probably move up though. Like he would move up, and that's kind of like what I was saying with everything. Like the only way these cars are starting to become like, exciting, is a lot of these because there's such dominant champions. You can or like it seems like the same little four or five people 
that kind of are like going back and forth and it's starting to lose like their like their punch of like oh this fighter and this unless you throw a shamav or somebody unorthodox in there but like those same few people it's so they're all moving up or stuff like that i think volk could move up i think all volk could fight anybody in the lightweight and it'll be interesting um would you hate uh for ufc 300 headliner i know it's not like the headliner we've been anticipating but i wouldn't mind seeing a jamal hill versus alex Pereira headliner bro i kind of lost it on jamal hill too that like he i think he's slowly have you, have you been kept keeping up with i kind of sent you a little bit of jamal a, little, hill. a little bit he seems to be going off the off the rails a little bit it's and i told y'all this a long time ago like he started getting like first he he was a nobody but he got that title shot and like I even retweeted, I don't retweet a lot of things, but I even retweeted like that his one little clip on uh, Ariel when he's like, "Yo, I gotta like, if, if this is what I'm meant to do, like I gotta see how far I can go with this." Like, and so I was like, "Yo, I was hyped up on him." Then he won. Then he had to relinquish the belt. Did the whole little crying thing, and I was like, "Damn, I felt for him because I was on his team." And then out of a sudden, he started going against Ariel and started thinking like, maybe if he started doing all this negative like. Yo, I got you. Like him sitting on this little dark podcast room talking about why F you talking, saying my name. Like he thought that was going to go well. That kind of lost me. And then obviously the ratings didn't go because he stopped making those videos. And then he started going on Twitter and then started going off against all the fans. Like one dude even put like, yo, you need a humble Alex Pereira. And he was like, humble my boss. Don't tell me what you do. You can suck my dick. Like all this stuff. And then the, the, the next comment was the same guy like, yo, bro, you, mis, you misinterpreted me. And he was like, nah, you misinterpreted me like F you, all this stuff. And then he was like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm saying you need to humble Pereira as in you're going to win against him. And the next comment was like, yo, my bad, B. I DM'd you. Forgive me for this. Like, dude, he is off the rails. Like, you just, like, you're just responding like this to everybody. And so, like. He's kind of slowly become a heel, but not like the entertaining one. Kind of like yeah. the one that's like, so I don't know if that's the press they want right now. So for me, that kind of killed off any, uh, and they see this, like I'm sure Dana White and all this, like they're, they're up, they're keeping, they have, you know, most companies have like one social media person. These people probably got like 20 of them. And so they're keeping up with every aspect of social media. And when they, they're seeing all that and they're like, this guy. For example, Strickland did the same thing. Talks against all his pe- all the fans, but it's entertaining. It's fun. Jamal Hills wasn't. So him versus Pereira, I don't know. Plus, Pereira knocks him out in less than a round. So I, who I do you feel, think goes there? In, in, a, in a way, I feel, I feel bad for him to a certain extent. Yeah. I can't help but think it's because he's been like that because of the downtime of him recovering from his Achilles. I feel like if he was if he didn't get injured, he was in there fighting and whatnot. Yep. That all, it, wouldn't, all went, it yeah. wouldn't be happening cuz he'll just be locked in, you know, but I feel like he has a lot of time on his hands. He's probably going a little crazy a little bit and what And it all started when he had to relinquish the belt, which goes back to do you think he had to rel- why did he have to relinquish the belt? If John Jones is not relinquishing the belt, why did he have to? And I, I didn't think he should have. I was like, D- like keep the belt, man. But he dropped it when he got hurt. And that's an issue now we're having with John Jones. who won't drop the belt. And we have Aspen all there as well, who's a freaking killer and should be going for the belt. 
but that's a whole hold up up there. So, mm. well, do you know? I mean, I guess, you know I guess, uh, um, yeah, where he, he thinks that is, do you want to see, are you John interested? Jones? Yeah, pretty much. Are you interested in Stipe versus John Jones still? Which, which fan base yeah. are you in? Yeah. Um, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, for, and it's, they're still hung up on it. Like that, that fight needs to happen with no end in sight. So it's just kind of held up there. For no reason, the belt is just kind of held up. And Aspinall has an interim belt, which is that a real thing? Should he defend an interim belt, or is that just kind of like a made-up belt? Bro, man, you I, came in too soon with these hard-ass questions that I don't know the answer to, bro. So so you know what? We'll table that because let, let's start right, I do need an answer. I do need an answer to these questions, though. So we, all right, we all right, let's, let's, let's save them for let's go, let's come back. Let's let's just start about let's talk about stuff that like I may have some answers to first, and then we'll get we'll, we'll skip those questions. You know, when you skip the hard questions in the test and then go back. Yeah, UFC 298. Which one? UFC 298. So we finally are getting. Oh, our that's the next one. Yeah. Yeah. This weekend, we're finally getting our string of badass pay-per-views um and this one headline featherweight title fight volkanovsky versus Ilya taporia did you see the press conference they already had to oh it is thursday no bro dude i yeah it i need to get, back, in. Yeah, I need to get back on it i i have not so don't i mean okay i don't i don't want to say don't spoil it but just okay, i guess so, so this is with no then with no I was going into this without having watched it. Because honestly, my opinion changed a little bit watching it. Um, which should be the for, for normal the thing. Um I don't know. I don't know. So my original thought, we have the the main event, Volk versus Ilya Tapuria. Which honestly, I didn't know this the Spain MMA scene was this big, but I get it. I get it. And it does give me Connor vibes. It gives me Connor having Ireland behind him. Brand new demographic. The same way that Spain has his back. This guy's undefeated at the prime of his career. Even the stats, I think, with Connor were pretty much the same. So, uh, and then Volk's coming off of a, a loss, which is rare for a champion to be coming off of a loss. You know, that's almost unheard of. So that's why there's all this doubt with Volkanovski. I'm assuming you saw the stats. Which ones? Uh, of how similar to their career right now, Taporia and McGregor is. Yeah, yeah. That that was kind of crazy. I didn't I didn't realize. That. I was like, you know, minus obviously the hype. Um, well, I guess casual hype. I mean, it. it Which honestly, we we. Up. We know how good Ilya Taporia is. I mean, but but even like the fans, I think Ilya has more fans on Instagram than Volkanovski. Um, and like I think there was that. Uh, and then also looking at the Spaniard scene, like it is huge out there, man. Especially like that. Uh, I kind of sent it to y'all, but that um, whatever that latest promotion, that thing that just happened, um, oh. <laughs> a two v two, whatever. <laughs> okay, so it was. That was one of the greatest shows I've seen. And I don't watch that many MMA shows, like one and all these rare ones. But because I understand Spanish, it was it was easy to watch. But it was such a great show. 
because it was like a classic MMA. You know, you had like five different fights for the main card, but they weren't just one versus one. You had like one bare knuckle ones, or you had one which was like a free for all or 25 minute of there's no rounds or nothing. Just go at it for 25 minutes, you know, no rules or anything. Ended up being a grapple exchange, of course. And then the other ones were like a one versus three, where it was like one guy ended up submitting all three of them, which was crazy. And it, it's almost it's it's almost rightly matched, you know, they're almost amateurs, and he's very clearly, you know, better than them. But it's the numbers thing. And then another one was two versus two. Like, what's your strategy there? Do you both gang up against one? Do you try to each take out your guy and then go to the other one as soon as, you know, you finish your guy? And then there was one where, like, it was uh, one after the other, and you had to survive five different people for five different rounds, like one round each. And so you finish one guy and go next. So you got to conserve your energy. One guy that fought him was a heavyweight. The other guy was a featherweight. Like, they're all different. So your strategy has to be very different. But it's all the MMA rules. Like, they're... It's very clear. So it was it was mind blowing. That was the most enlightening show I have ever seen in my life. It was great. Like I thought of all the possibilities MMA can do. And yet here we have Dana White putting all of his energy into slap boxing. Come on, man. We could have those shows here. Like imagine the UFC doing like a Royal Rumble type of thing. Caesar where somehow Caesar. sanctioned. Uh, Caesar. And like Caesar. bro, we have topic. Topic. Henry Sehuda versus Nganu? Like, who would up, not want to see that? Man. But no, here we are having these little giants slap each other. Volkanovsky but the Spaniard scene, the Spaniard scene, Spaniard scene, Spaniard scene. That's where I was going with it. The Spaniard scene is great. There was thousands of people there and thousands of people watching. So, like, that's where he's coming from. So, obviously, it is big out there. And he's made it 14-0 against Volk. Coming off of the loss, great little promo video. So that was awesome. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think Volk, my thing was he was taking it very chill, like a very Australian, yeah, might, you know, just calm down almost type of thing. Like, why are you stressing yourself? Like, almost trying to downplay it. But I think, I think he's getting a little pissed off. I think Volk's getting a little pissed off. He even like is playing into this whole like, oh yeah, sure, call me old, call me old, all y'all. Kind of like making fun of himself before everybody does. He he's doing it, but eventually like it gets to him a little bit. Like eventually it gets tiring and eventually does piss you off a little bit. So if Volk can kind of go into that, yeah, uh, he showed up to that, the press that. conference in his old man suit. That was but funny. As the, but. Ilya didn't take it as a joke. Ilya was actually like, yeah, you are old. And Volk was like, yeah, yeah, I'm old. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to knock your old ass out. And that's when Volk was like, yeah, I'm old. Like, kind of like, like slowly, like it get into him. Like, okay, bro, I already said I'm old. Like, stop trying to make fun of it. I already made fun of it. But Ilya kept like, nah, you are old. And like, I could see like, and Volk is like, Okay, I gotta like this mother. Like, I gotta do teach him. Like, it's starting to get at him, which could be bad, could be good. I don't know. I don't know which way he could get him in his head, or it could. Who wins? Uh, my thought has been on Ilya, and the only and my only issue with it is that the language barrier creates kind of this. In Spanish, he's very well spoken. He is a Connor on the mic in Spanish, like. 
and it is great that I understand Spanish because I don't have to like it's one of the first times where a foreign fighter I understand what they're actually saying, and he is really good. Like he has a very commanding voice, but in English it's just not the same. And there was even a bit about like Canelo, uh, where like in Spanish he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out." Oh, he he got you know he's going up against his biggest threat, but in English he's like, "Yes." Uh, these, uh, mother, uh, I'm gonna hit him, and, um, you know, it just wasn't the same, because it was a whole different language. Ilya in Spanish is very commanding. In English, it just wasn't as commanding, and it came off a little cringy, and he didn't come off well with the crowd, which is my only, like, issue with the Conor McGregor's life. But if he can, like, make a, make a name out of Volkanovski, like, he will be very big. If he can win it. I don't... I'm like, after this press conference, I'm like, like 76% that he can win it. That's still pretty high. Yeah, it's still pretty high. But I do think Volkanovski, like, I think this, it, it made Volkanovski wake up a little bit more and kind of see, like, I think so. Yeah, because whenever he, like, it was way different. Volkos almost had, like, kind of the jokey, like, haha, like, almost not taking it serious. It, he had that, like, no, I'm here to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. You, like, after, you, and you felt it. Yeah, yeah. Because he kept taking, he kept doing the whole thing where he takes his belt, and like that's very disrespectful for a fighter, man. For like a champ to take your belt. So like he did it earlier in the week, and 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 Volk was like, okay, okay. He did it again, and that's when Volk's like, okay, bro. Like, what what are we doing here? What are we what are we doing? And I think that's what's starting to get like to Volk, which could be what Ilya wants, uh, without him even want, without him even knowing. But I think overall, I have Ilya winning, but it would be very, uh, I still can't imagine seeing Volk get knocked out like that, because it's really the only way I can see it. I can see Volk squeaking out a win with his wrestling and pushing him against the fence and his no neck, two bowling balls of like holding him down and being immune to submissions. But I think Ilya, if Ilya can do it in 13 seconds or 14 seconds like Connor did to Aldo, Oof, which I also think could happen. I think he's knocking him out in the later rounds. I think he's knocking him out in the later rounds. That's bold. He seems too confident. That's bold. Yeah. He seems too confident. And, dude, if you, you could just watch Ilya's highlights, he's not somebody to be that confident. He's, like, literally making, like, a mockery of, like, almost like, nah, whatever, I'm just going to go by this guy. Ilya's not. Yeah. He's not, bro. If he... If he <laughs> it actually doesn't. Yeah, bro. If if he holds back a little bit and kind of lets him get slip up one time, Ilya's gonna knock him out. Ilya has a fucking on that right hand, bro. He's gonna knock him out, dude. Yeah, the thing good. about the thing about Ilya is that on his way up to this title fight, he's beaten every kind of fighter. You throw a uh, you know Josh Emmett at him, takes five rounds and just whoops his ass. Uh, I I remember the Ryan Hall fight. Cause that I mean, he just obliterated Ryan. He like Ryan Hall had nothing for him. Even though I know Ryan Hall's not like a ranked fighter or anything, but that's still like you would see guys when they go against a specialist like that sometimes tend to struggle a little. But all around, just every aspect of mixed martial arts, I feel like Ilya Taporia is a five stars. Just. There's no weaknesses in him. And so the thing is, I'm very interested to see what Volk brings to the table. Because, 
as far as just abilities and whatnot, I feel like Taporia, he's younger, faster, stronger, better at all facets of facets of MMA. So Volk, it's kind of like his is going to be more of the game plan. Like where can he find those holes in Taporia's game and try to expose those? Um, ultimately, though, I, I think Taporia wins. Oh, really? You think he wins? But like decision or knocks him out? That's that. That's tough. Uh, Volk is a tough motherfucker. And um, but I don't know. He did get he did get head kicked by Islam. You know, after you, you do get one of those, you know, next thing you know, you just start the chin starts dwindling down a little bit. Yeah, but that's why this is a situation we never seen. For one, anytime somebody gets chin like that, they're coming out off of a loss. They're not a champion. They're not at that point. No matter what, they have to somehow be a like when Izzy got knocked out. He has to now be the contender for something. And so your mentality is now like you're still a hunt. Now you're like a hunter after getting knocked out. You're no, you're not still being hunted. Wokanowski just got knocked out, but yet, yet he's still being hunted, which is kind of hard uh, that we've just never seen. And so uh, that's that was my only thing. And that's the difference. Like even Usman, like when he got knocked out like that, and he went up against his his next title fight, he was trying to get the belt back. He didn't. And so I don't know. It's a very weird mentality for Volk to still kind of um, keep to still have the belt even after coming off of a loss. And then, but the o- only other thing was that we don't rare that we don't always see is that it was in a division higher than him. So it's very easy for him to just oh well those those were one fifty fivers of course, but at one forty five there's still nobody that can touch me. You know where that mentality is probably not still at one fifty five after or in a division where you got knocked out like that. Um, it's very easy for him to like, well, all right, when I get to 155, I'll worry about that head kick again. But down at 145, I'm still the undefeated champ, which he is. So it's just those, those combinations we haven't, we've never really seen. Uh, and so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who wins there. Um, is, is that why the press conference swayed you so much? That's what it swayed me. Cause I was expecting him to be there and to, like sit down, like just serious, like, no, like I'm here for business. And it did not feel that way, dude. I expected I mean, him to be like, fuck, I just came off of a loss. I'm not losing again. I mean, I think that would probably be better for him to take it a little bit more chill. Because that is the idea. He got knocked out. So that's what everybody's going to say. Like, hey, man, you might be a little bit too old for this guy. Hey, man, you just got knocked out. Maybe you should take it a little bit more easy. Hey, man, was that fight you took a big against Islam? Was that a big mistake? These are all questions he needs to answer. And if you get in your head... That can be the downfall of you. So for Volk, it is easier for just to like, hey, mate, it's all good. That was up there. Down here, I'm still the chimp. Like, nothing's going to. And that's, that's, that's the best mentality for him. And for Ilya, the best mentality is like, yo, this guy just is coming off of a knockout. Right now is when I need a strike, when he's down. Um, but he, now that would be the best idea for both of them. Volk is taking it very easy. He's like, yo. It's all good, man. Like, there's no pressure. Like, I know how good I am. And nearly if you're like, yo, this guy knocked out. My issue is when Volk starts to get in his head. And he's like, man, like, he starts to get mad. He's like, man, they're starting to doubt me. Like, why are they doubting me? I'm going to show them they don't need to doubt me anymore. And he starts going and they're trying to make a statement. And then you get your ass knocked out. That's my only thing. Volk needs to go in there, like, straight-headed, 
know his game plan, know that he's going to have to do some wrestling, know that he's going to have to be really defensive. Because if he goes in there with the same mindset that he went against Islam, and he said against Islam, he was like, I'm just trying to go in there and knock him out and shock the world. Because I can't last five rounds with him. I just need to go in there and knock him out and shock the world. If he goes into that same mentality, or if he goes into the fight with that same mentality, yeah, I don't know. It could be, um, it could be hard for him and good for Ilium. But um, I can see it start to get to his head. That was my only thing with the press conference. And I think that's what started like, to turn my kind of my attention, like my, uh, my opinion. But um, I don't know. I still think Ilya wins. And I think it'll be more interesting for the division. How about Ilya Taporia wins. Max Holloway wins BMF belt UFC 300. Ilya Taporia versus Max Holloway for the UFC featherweight slash BMF belt. Oh, just, just in the next fight. Well, Ilya, that's the other issue with Ilya, is that he said he's not going to fight any of these guys. He said if he wins, that Max Holloway can just go ahead and retire, that Brian Ortega can just go ahead and, you know, go somewhere else, that he's not going to fight any of these guys. Like, who, who are the guys? He said he's not going to fight where his division. Yeah, he was like, I'm not fighting these guys. He was like, they don't. Oh, he was like, Yair. He was like, Yair is not going to fight, nor is Brian, nor is Max. He was like, those three. He was like, Dude, yeah. they can just re- he was like, they can retire if I get yeah, him. And, Yair. Too. Him and, and I was like, be a good so, one. yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and Yair. Um, the only. Oh, well, that, well, I guess we'll get there. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was the only other thing with him. Do you think that's fair or do you think he'll he'll have to face them? Right. Yeah. He, he's, he, he doesn't have that much pull yet. Yet. Yeah, he's going to have to face him. Especially do you think Max like, Holloway would be the next one. Honestly, they're probably going to give Volk a rematch. You know, the usual. Now, he did say he was going to beat him uh, hard enough to where you won't even be asking for a rematch. Yeah, he was well, that's, pretty, power. That, that's mm-hmm. pretty smart. That's smart of him. He, he, I hope he does so I don't have to see a rematch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Ilya, I think Ilya, yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll have to fight them, which will keep it interesting. And then Volk without as a champion can just move up and make the lightweight division pretty interesting. Him against any of them will just kind of shock things a little bit. Even a, a Michael Chandler return versus Volk introduce him to 155 as a contender. Poirier? Or Poirier. Like Poirier. But Michael uh, Chandler's uh, not getting that Conor McGregor fight. So might as well move on and try to get, <laughs> try to get, try to get another fight, bro. Michael Chandler back after two years versus Volk moving up divisions would be quite interesting but uh connor's not fighting him anymore but yeah that's i think overall Ilya wins it'll keep the division a little bit more interesting it'll shake things up plus it just brings up a whole new demographic and i love the spanish involved it's great because i understand it and yeah. volk i think i think lost i think that whole team is just or is it still the same like There's eugene bearman is, is it still all of them i mean uh, volk is like partially with them like oh. Eugene helped. That's not his head coach, though. Oh, okay, own... okay, okay, okay. Oh, that makes so, sense. So, so it's like a he's sort of with them, but not totally. Um, that promo but... was great, though. That promo that he did with the the old man skip. That was pretty yeah. Cool. Do we do we really think Paulo Costa is showing up Saturday to this fight? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he was For at the, the press conference. Event. I was very shocked he was at the press conference. 
Uh, I still don't believe it. Yeah, he was there. Uh, we'll see tomorrow if he shows up for the for the weigh-in. If he makes yeah, weight. Can't and no then, type uh, of faith in him, man. Who do you have with them, Robert Whitaker or Paula Costa? That I, I haven't even thought of it because I still don't know if Paulo actually is fighting, bro. Like yeah, I, I need to I need to but see if he him shows walk. up, but if he shows up, Paulo Costa by knockout, man. I think Robert Whitaker is a wrap for him. So Paulo Costa think, shows up as a is a knockout. I need to see Paulo Costa actually walk out before I believe that this fight is happening. Yeah, that's true. I feel that. I feel that. That's how I feel. Then, that's how I felt with D- D- Dylan Dennis. I was like, he ain't fighting. Dude, even when he was walking out, I was like, he ain't fighting. He got to the ring. And I was like, something's about to happen. And then like they finally went. I was like, okay. I guess that's how I feel with Polycosta. You're right. You're right. Until I see him walk down, I'm like, oh wow. Okay, it's happening. Uh, but still Polycosta by knockout. You think Paulo wins? Mm-hmm. By knockout? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I think I think Robert Whitaker. <laughs> it's been a wrap for him, bro. After seeing him with the mess he did with Israel Desanya, uh, since then, I mean, but I actually I haven't really seen him do anything. And then you know he got knocked out by uh, um, by uh, Duplessis and stuff. And since then, like he's just not the same. Now, of course, he just said. To be fair, Robert Whitaker did just say he was like. The last few fights, I haven't been taking it that serious. He was like, I've been slacking off. I've been That's a bullshit excuse, though. That's the only credit I can give him. He hasn't used that. If you, know, you know how you, you, you only have a certain number of grandmas that can die? He's only, you can only use his excuse so many times. And I don't think he's used it enough. So I'll give him this time. But I don't, I don't know. Now, we haven't seen anything about Paula Costa. But Paula Costa is a savage. So, I don't know what's going to happen. I, don't, I really don't. But if I had to bet, I think this is Paulo Costa's time. Or he's just wanted this one fight and he's out into the sunset. But uh, I don't think Robert Whitaker is, is that guy anymore. I haven't really been scared of Robert Whitaker in a while. So, yeah. He hasn't won in. Last time he won was 2022 against Vittori. Barely. That's a long time. Vittori- did beat Paulo Costa to be fair. That's like three grandmas ago, bro. He can't keep using that shit, dude. Three grandmas ago. Uh, that is true. Then we got a uh, Jeff Neal versus Ian Gary. Ooh, Damn, that's spicy, spicy. Um, Marab versus Henry Cejudo, Triple C. Henry Cejudo's retiring after this fight, bro. I, I mean, come on, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Come on. He, he doesn't he doesn't win this fight either, right? That's the no, idea. that's what I'm saying. He's retiring because yeah, he yeah, said if that's... he loses, he's retiring. He's gonna retire. So gloves are going down. We're having a retirement on Saturday night. Like, watch him win. Now, the best thing for Sean Strickland is if Marab somehow loses. Not Sean Strickland. Did I say Strickland? Sean O'Malley. No. Sean O'Malley. Okay. If if yeah, Marab right. loses, he. He ain't never sniffing a title fight, bro. He ain't even. No way, Jose. Not if Sean still has the belt. No way. Mm. So what if Morale wins? Do you give him the title fight for sure? Then. Yeah. No. Next, O'Malley versus Cheeto. 
No, Corey's Corey Sanhagen, bro. Jeez. I'm Sanhagen? a Sanhagen fan, I like and I, 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 want, I want my boy to get a shot. You know what I'm saying? He, he honestly, if he didn't mess up his uh, bicep or whatever it was that happened, I think he should have got the next title fight. No, nah, because the last, I mean, the only he thing that Cheetah. would, only, yeah, only if Cheetah wins, maybe. If Cheetah wins, then yes, because Sanhagen has a win over Cheetah. You got to give him that. But if it's, uh, you know, purple hair dude, then I mean, all Jermaine versus Murat was always like the deal. It was always like one of those two. Darling's not in it. Murat. Unless Cheetah wins, of course. Or Sean O'Malley decides to move up divisions, which is what he said. I, but I, so. I think ultimately, though, Sean, I mean, I know ultimately it's not Sean's decision. I do feel like. M- He's one of those champs that does have a little, little bit of a say. Hence, which him fighting Cheeto. Which I don't understand. He's not that entertaining as a personality. Oh, his, oh come on! They have to stack up his card to. You make don't it enjoy the Sugar like, Show. What Sugar Show? Watch oh. his press conferences. He says nothing. He has a couple of lines that he he like practiced at home, and he kind of stutters them out. Besides that, like he he doesn't really have much. Like he doesn't do anything. He blows them in the off. microphone. In the microphone, he wants to be like this little cool dude, like say like these little one liners that he thinks are funny, which are not. Uh, and then he just has no. I even watched him. I've seen his podcast. Like, there's no personality. Like, there's there's no personality. He's just um, high all the time. He's like I don't even think he's high. I, I honestly think he was a little nerd. He I think he was one of those kids that were bullied growing up, and now he's just like. Somehow made it a little bit. Even he would say like, "Oh, I grew up my whole life, and I would tell myself, I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be famous. Like what a loser! Like something his mom would probably tell him after you're, he you're bullied hating, by bro. Everybody. Yeah, I am hating a little bit. Like actually, was funny at the press conference when he was like, "What?" When they asked him, I forgot what the fuck he they asked him. But he was like, "Oh wow, oh yeah." Sean O'Malley knocks out Aljamain Poop Steak Sterling. I like, I like Sugar Sean. I like that, Sean. No, I, I think sure. that's one of the few fighters where his, his fighting is a, is a lot more interesting than his personality. I think his fighting has kind of kept him afloat. But besides that, I don't think his uh, personality is anything to grow with. And I don't think there's anything for the UFC to really help promote. I think they have to do all this other stuff, like put his fight on YouTube for free as soon as it happens. Or load up two ninety nine with literally almost a historic card. Of how many ranked fighters there is. Literally. This is almost a historic card. That's a good card. Just because they're trying to make Sean O'Malley into a star. Like, hold on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a little, that's a little unfair. I feel like. To who? To Dana? That's a little, that's a bit of an unfair comment. Um, Because Sean can carry a pay-per-view. He did that in Boston, bro. That, that Aljamain Sterling. Even Aljamain Sterling said the numbers were embarrassing. He was like, really? This was your champion? Like, the numbers were not that great. Now, he said, he was like, I'm not a star. He was like, I know I'm not. But that guy says he is. And I looked at the numbers. They weren't that great. So where is the star power that you guys he, talked about? Somewhere? He got hit pretty hard, bro. I, I, I don't know. Sure. I mean, sure. Def- defend him all you want. But, like, Last, we, don't, I, hey, we that... don't know those numbers. 
but they did Them not. Fans were roaring. Awesome. That's all I know, they, bro. Caesar, oh, Caesar got bro. this one. Ninety-nine is hey, a stack card. That's no, all he needs to say. It's a historically. Uh, but, but like, I believe why, why, it okay, is why why because it's why in would Miami. they do this? I think the location okay. has a lot to do with how they stack the card. You needed all of these fights because wait, of Miami. Wait, wait, question, David. If this card was like the same card, would you be surprised if he wasn't the champion if he was towards the bottom of it? What was what was the question? Like if it was the same people fighting, if Sean O'Malley wasn't the champion, if he was at the bottom of it, would you be surprised? Because I wouldn't. Yeah, he, he like would. Justin Poirier headlining it, Kevin Holland above him, Gilbert Burns above him. I wouldn't but, be but surprised. But what I'm saying is, even if it was Miami, and this really is the guy that you're saying he is, why would you need to stack it like this? You know, like for example, Conor stacked. McGregor cards are never stacked. Look at Conor McGregor cards because you can't. They're crap. Be- no, because you don't need to. Because you know this one person's gonna carry. Sure, we want Miami and we want the numbers to be big, but we're like, this guy's not gonna carry. We need to stack it up with as much as we can because he's just not gonna carry. Like, then why didn't the they tr- do that in Boston? Well, they learned. They maybe <laughs> thought like, and he wasn't the champion. You can't stack it up either. Now, the only fair thing is Sean O'Malley wasn't the champion. He was the contender. So sure, if you blew up the numbers, all Jermaine Sterling would get some credit. They did everything they could to like, they would, you can tell when they don't want a fighter to get promoted. Like when Nganu was fighting, they barely would promote those cards. Like at all. Like we wouldn't even know about it. Like they would be fighting this week and we're like, this is a pay-per-view? What the heck? Like we wouldn't know about it. But when they want us to know about it, oh, we're going to know about it. We're going to know this card's happening. That's the thing. And the UFC clearly tries to, like they've obviously invested it into Sean O'Malley. It would make sense for them to see, want to see their product or their investment flourish. So, yes, they would try to slowly aim everything, all the ads and everything, to make Sean O'Malley look good. It just makes sense. I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm just saying this is this is a historic card, man. There's never, like, I think this is the third most ranked fighters ever on a card. Like, this is crazy. Like, it, it so there has to be a reason. Now, if it's just because it's Miami... I mean, bro, there's talks or the whole thing with Ariel like that. Apparently, like um, Abu Dhabi canceled the card with them because it wasn't good enough because they were the giving Saudi them about the Saudi Arabia card. Saudi like Arabia. they canceled it around this time, March, because they wouldn't like because they used all of their resources to like, OK, we're good on the Saudi. We need to somehow make it like they put all their resources into this card. Why? Miami really that bigger, much bigger than Saudi Arabia or like. My only thought is that they want the numbers to blow up, and at the top of the card, you'll see Sean O'Malley. When you when I, the numbers for the pay per view for the year comes out, and they're ranked in the number of pay per view sales at the top of that, there you won't see fourteen ranked fighters card. You'll see Sean O'Malley, number three most most sold pay per views. That's it, and that's at the end of the day, that's what their investment is. So I I think. Um... I mean, like I said, in my opinion, it, it, I think they're trying to make Miami kind of like a, a New York. The New York card, Madison Square Garden, they always stack it because it's once yeah. a year, every November, they go to New York, Madison Square Garden. And I think after what happened last year in Miami, that amazing card, what, which one? Oh, the Izzy card. 
that was like that main card that was probably one of the best cards of the year last year. I already I saw you like making some faces because I said Izzy. I mean, it, it wasn't. Put your bias aside. That card as a whole, main card was. Which bad. one was this? Which one? Uh, where Izzy knocked out Pereira. Okay, all right, of course. All right, keep going. And our boy Aboriana's got knocked out. Damn. Um, so I think, I, I, I mean, in my humble opinion, that's what I think what's going on. They're trying to make Miami another one of those, uh, which is cool. I, I think it's dope. Uh, I haven't. But again, for example, if Conor McGregor or somebody that drew numbers was at the top of that card, they would know that, it's, okay, it's, this card it, has it, been explode without the, no, I get you though. I get you. But my question is why even do this right before 300? Like two ninety nine is arguably better than three hundred, correct? Or do you how do, how do you see those two cards? Um, yeah. In in a way, uh, I feel like I'm looking at two ninety nine right mean. now. Two ninety nine right now, and three hundred has way lead, bro. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think three hundred's better. Um. Because of Whaley? Come on, bro. <laughs> say, the, say the contender's name. I want you to pronounce it correctly. Come on. Hold on. Let me look. How are you going to say look. that card's better? And you don't even have yeah, to say the John contender's Nan? name. That was Bro, lie. hold up. 300 automatically. My boy Charles Dubronx Oliveira is fighting, so that's automatic right there. Um, Gaethje's fighting, too. UFC, so. 300 Honestly, so yeah. good. UFC 300 is so good, Bo Nichols in the prelims, and he's not even the feature prelim. That's how good 300 is, bro. And and crazy how the world happens. Charles Oliveira clearly beat Gagey very easily, but Gagey's higher than him in the card. Interesting how the world works, huh? I, I think it's because they're it's fighting for different way. I think they're fighting for different I know, things. No, but, but Gagey is obviously the bigger fight right now than Charles. It's just interesting. Like this is a guy you beat in and is arguably in the bigger spot than you are. It's just interesting like how the sport works. I think it, it's know? more it's more to Max. Max is the draw. Okay. Well you don't think Max down. is the draw between J- Gagey and Max Holloway? No. You don't think Max, Max Holloway, Holloway is, the draw? is just a face. He's about to get obliterated. Like the star <laughs> here is obviously Gagey. <laughs> He's the face is about to get destroyed. <laughs> Yeah, He's like, dude, up. like, Holloway is moving up a division. It couldn't barely touch his champion. Like, he's running away, clearly. And he's going up against the guy, like, that is should be fighting for the belt, technically. And is instead doing these little detours. Like, I, there's, there's no chance. There's no chance. Uh, now I, I get I, you I, that they're fighting for different things. At this point, Gagey seems almost like a entertainment. While Charles versus Armand... Sarukian, that's like the real, like the sports. If you're into the sport, like if you're not that's a casual, for, that's like the that's the fight shot. you care about. Yeah, that's, that's the, the fight shot. you care about. Yeah. But uh, what fight do we care about? Like in reality, like Charles versus Armin, like, I, yeah, that, that's cool. But just the UFC, like you can clear it to Armin Sarukian. You think the UFC's promoting Armin Sarukian? I'm really excited as impress- fight. As impressive as he is, the casuals don't care about Armin Sarukian. Walk around a university and ask people if they know who Armin Sarukian and they care. They know who Charles Oliveira is. Yeah. You know why? Because the champ has a name and his name's Charles Oliveira. And it is crazy. I think, again, Charles was one of the UFC's investments. Like, after even losing the belt, 
he still has to remain pretty relevant. And that's pretty cool. I mean, I mean, he had even Canada the, going bonkers on his last fight. I mean, geez, Luis. No, I, I, I think no, I think Oliveira is the lightweight sweetheart. Like I think he won everybody's hearts when he won it the first time in Houston. Whoop whoop. You know, which whoop, I whoop. totally I totally believed he was gonna be Michael Chandler, of course. Um when when everybody <laughs> believed in him and he won it. Like, I think it won everybody's hearts, and he became the, the UFC's lightweight sweetheart. Since then, we've kind of been on him with this journey. But, like, honestly, it's probably a wrap. I don't think I, he could be Islam. I don't, I don't think you give him enough credit. I think, I guess in a way, I guess what you're saying with the sweetheart, I think it's just because he was legit the most exciting champ. He did have a very exciting title run, like uh, like champion run. His his fights are never never boring, bro. Like th- this guy's yeah. the definition of like you get some guys, you know, Dana's on there. Like, hey, this guy, it's always a blood. Like these guys are two guys that are, and then they go and they're like, hey, yeah, hey, okay, okay, oh, weave, weave, okay, uh, uh, uh. But Charles Oliveira don't give a fuck, bro. He don't give a fuck about his health. He don't give a fuck about his face, his head. He goes in guns. Yeah, but blade. but I think he's reached I think he he's reached his limit. Like that worked out because as we discussed, you know, plenty of times throughout the podcast, if he would get hit by all these guys, he could just fall to the ground because they wouldn't grapple him. He's reached the limit though. The Armin, the the Islam, the Russians, like they're gonna wrestle with him. And so like that is the only issue. Like I think he reached that limit. So he can't do that with these guys coming up. And I, I don't know if he wins that. But you are right. It's always interesting, no matter what, one way or the other. It's always interesting. It, it's not so. going to decision. That's all we know. Right. Either way, it. whichever way. Um, and I even think if Armin wins, that's interesting title fight because Armin probably gave, other than Islam's one loss, like Armin gave him the best run for his money yeah. um, and his winning streak. But who knows? I don't know. I'm yeah. tired of it anyways whoever could be islam yeah. that's what i'm a fan of yeah it's just that as long as it's not like this just seems to be bulk or nobody else wants to face him so that's why it's better for gage just to kind of continue on this little entertainment this little belt ice just, fighter yeah yeah gladiator we prefer glad paid gladiators than price fighters but yes um that's what uh gage is but uh Bro. definitely stack the card 299 298 it's all right it's, it's it's a little above mid, you know. It's not bad. It's not the I, best. I think I think uh, as far as the main card, it has it has a it, it's pretty good. I'm surprised they got in the pre the feature prelim Amanda Lemos versus Mackenzie Dern. I felt like that could have could have been main card. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, you're those fans. Jeez, David. I'm just gonna ignore that comment. Next week, though. Or, yeah, the next week, they're in Mexico, which That's... I never thought was going to happen. I still don't Wait, know. Oh, shit. No way. For fight night, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Fight night in Mexico I didn't City. think that was already next week. Yeah. Back-to-back yeah. fight. That's a oh. good, pretty decent, cool card. Brandon Moreno versus Yair. Brandon Royval. And then Yair versus Brian Ortega. Crazy. Oof. And even Raul Rosas yeah. versus Ricky Turcios. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. So that's, that's just, and then, yeah, there's a few other ones. It's just my people, man. Like now I'm torn. Cause I always like, when I don't know the fighters, I always just go for the guy with the more Hispanic sounding last name. And now they're all like, I'll make it easy. 
yeah my people so it should be interesting i wonder how they're gonna do that but uh i'll be busy that night unfortunately and then there's also the sphere that they're trying to trying to do no september no ufc no ufc and that one nate diaz versus connor for Nocha UFC. Oh, shut up. <laughs> a non-paid... Connor, Connor's not fighting Michael Chandler. So Michael Chandler can move on with his life. But, uh... Yeah, hey, what, like... hey, hey, yo, what, what if the 300 headliner was McGregor versus Diaz? Three, four, three. How many have they uh, had? Two. Too many. Two. No, they've had two. So Alright, I know it's not realistic, but that would be fucking, like, that would be worthy of like this whole delay and whatnot. What I'm afraid I of. I don't think Conor McGregor's ever coming back. Dang. I mean, I don't, I don't think so either, but. Nope. I think they've I'm been just... going back and forth. I think him and Dana are mad at each other and they just kind of like Dana has him under contract. So he almost has him, but Dana also knows how much power Conor has. And now they're just, now it's just a power struggle. They're going or, back and forth. Or, or you could go the Ariel Hawani route and. Uh, he's trying. He has two fights left on his deal. He's trying to ice him, or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever he was saying. Honestly, I don't. I don't listen to Ariel anymore. I don't watch his stuff really that much anymore. He's gotten too. Don't be hating on Ariel, bro. He, no, he's I get just, you though. I I understand where he's coming from, and I I fucked with it at first, but I feel like he went too far on the other side now to where I think he's too biased against. The UFC, oh, Dustin Poirier, like, you know, his little thing. I'm pretty sure he was like, hey, Dustin, come on the show. Tell tell everybody how, how you know, the UFC did you dirty and, like, does all yeah. these things the and thing, whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you you are right. Like, I I, I definitely see that. And he he kind of gloats, and, and that is the issue. But he's not wrong. The issue is he's telling, like, it's like he knows something about your boss, and he is right. You're like, yeah, no, Ariel's right. My boss is a dick, but. Every time they're live, he's like, "Hey, yo, tell everybody how much your boss." Is. He's like, "No, you know, it's actually not that bad." And it makes Ariel look bad. It's like, dude, chill out, man. Like, they're just everybody's just trying to make a buck out here. And uh, you're right. Like, they almost have to defend Dana White. But um, yeah, yeah, no, it's I, like... I've been I've been struggling with the UFC and Dana White and all that stuff just because of all the power slap and like just this like persona that Dana White has like kind of created upon himself. Um. But I get it, man. Smart moves on him. And I don't really blame him. But uh, I definitely see it. But I also see how Ariel became, comes out as this like whiny little reporter that's always like crying about something. And anytime something happens, they're like, well, here comes Ariel crying again. And he does it, do that do that a lot. It's the thing is that if it's there, then it's there. Attack it. But he, he fishes for it. Even when it it's not a hundred percent certain it's there, and that's what's kind of I, I guess me that's what turns me off. That like he just keeps fishing for it. I don't mind if it's there. If somebody comes to you and says like they want to go on your show and talk about that shit, then cool. Like take advantage. You haven't tried, of to, it. You haven't tried to get any fighters on your show. My show, nah, bro. Uh, Damn, bro, you should try. Just reach out. Just send them a DM. Like, what's the worst they can say? They fire you out there. Fuck no. On their, on their Instagram. <laughs> they look at this, try to get me on his show. Who are you? 
<laughs> I guess that's the worst that can happen. But they could just be like, they probably just won't read it. Screenshot it and put me on their socials yeah, exactly. on blast. Yeah, I guess I mean, that's Mario. the worst that can probably happen. But uh, yeah, no. I mean, that's Jamal Hill, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to reach out to Jamal Hill. Yeah, no, don't reach out to him. You only fan. So be like, yo, I still got you. He'll probably fire you up and then you'll be like, Yep. Yep. No, I've been struggling with the UFC, but uh, I don't know. I, the cars have been all right, and uh, the entertainment. Uh, do you watch any U- any uh, like UFC media or anything like that? Like any podcast or anything like that? Uh, every now and I, I think when I do listen to podcasts, it's the Believe You Me. Yeah, uh, that's the yeah. That's my main go to. Yeah, I just feel only- like Anthony Smith. I love Anthony Smith. He's just like he keeps it real and. And um, what's his name? Uh, fuck. Bisping. What's his name? Bisping. Yeah, he just yeah, he's no, kind like of a goof. He's the he's been one of the like the best like people that have come out like because like DC does his thing and all these other fighters also have podcasts. Even Anthony, I'm like, yeah, he's good. But Bisping's really good. I really like him. Uh, and now he's commentating like on the main pay per view cards and stuff. Uh, I think he's uh replacing somebody next coming card so that should be cool but yeah who's he replacing joe or dc i have no idea have you watched power slot no oh because i think he he does some of that too you don't watch it why would no they play at the bar sometime they what they play at the bars yeah like they'll just randomly have it how is the crowd like do they react so it's pretty weird bro so like at the beginning, you can kind of tell nobody's really paying attention, and then every now and then it gets like real interesting, and then you get a couple people glancing, and like the few people that glance at it, they get stuck to it. So, but it's it's not it's not something that like you could sit down and watch for like an hour. It's just something where like where you eating, you're just glancing up at it. It doesn't have like we're just gonna grasp you for a long time. Yeah, they say watching it live too is a big thing. Like it changes your mind if you ever see it live. But the problem is nobody's going to go to something like that because it's not big enough. And so the only thing is you watch it online, like on the TV. Hey, but... front row seats might be cheap. Do they travel anywhere? Is it only in Vegas? Like at the Apex? I mean, uh... Or where or they travel? I've know. never seen it. I don't even know where. Like I think it's like on, uh, was it Rumble? I feel like you gotta like sign a Donald Trump pledge to make an account on Rumble or something. So I don't know. I've never really like I've never checked it out or anything. Hey, but Rumble, like, yeah. I, I will. I will say. I mean, I heard my bosses talking about it like earlier in the week. Yeah, you seen that uh the power slap uh thing that that dude got slapped so hard. Blah blah blah. I'm like, the fuck are they talking about power slap? And then, hey, um, bro. you know, I saw I saw that. Dang. Yeah, I was like, "What?" And then I saw that I saw that clip of uh. That's what it is. The it's Travis Scott was right. Travis Scott was right there front row, and I was just like, "I'm pretty sure I can't remember. I'm pretty sure I saw a couple other celebrities right there too in the frame." And I was oh, just yeah, like, "Yeah, that's what he did uh, for the super for like that Super Bowl weekend for the show. He brought in like a bunch of like stars and like just had them all there, and that's how like." It was free promotion. Everybody posted on their social. And like you said, it is clip worth like the the clips make it. But how like will people ever get tired of just the slaps? 
because it's not like an MMA. There's all types of finishes, you know, and everything's interesting. All the clips are just slaps. Now, that is pretty interesting. I mean, I watched the clips as well. Yeah. Who doesn't? I never liked them, you know, or saved them because I don't want to give them that satisfaction. But I do watch them sometimes several you. times. Sometimes I, I look you. them up because I'm like, yo, what was that slap again? But still, you know, I don't follow the account and I don't like this stuff. But uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely get it. It, it is um, clip worthy. But for how long? Like, are we never, are we really that primal that we're never going to get tired of people just slapping each other? Is this like cat videos that just there never go be, away? There has to be worse like medical repercussions for, like for this than like actual fighting. Because this is just like, let me get hit as hard as you can. This is like some of them only get hit once. And they're like, out. They bro. show up, they lose the coin toss, they and so then they get slapped, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the problem is sometimes they get slapped, knocked out, and then the other the guy that slapped you like did a foul by like stepping backwards <laughs> yeah. or like and so it gets disqualified. And so it's just like <laughs> You just got knocked out, knocked out for no reason, like for no reason. That was just, and then you don't get to hit them back because you were knocked out. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. What, but... a, what about that guy that uh, decided to spar Sean Strickland, and <laughs> he got, he hurt him, so he got hurt. Oh, was it so he could Sneagle, Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was crazy. I think. I mean, the question was was. Well, there, there was actually several questions. One was, did Sean Strickland go too far? Considering this was just like a, obviously not even an amateur guy, like somebody that's never fought before, you know, did he go too far? And then the other thing was like, if Sean Strickland was really going at everything he was going, because you could see Strickland was just like whining those arms. He couldn't drop a guy who's obviously never fought a guy like, so it kind of made like this whole like persona of like the fact that Strickland was going so hard it almost made him like, like more amateur. Cause it was like, dude, you were really going at the, this instead of a Strickland was just kind of like light sparring and hurt him this much. Then it's like, okay, that was, but the fact that Strickland was going this hard against the guy that's obviously never fought. And all he did was just kind of bloody up his nose. I don't know. It was, it was a little, it was a little weird to see. I mean, good on Sneeko. I mean, imagine going up against a UFC fighter and then just like, Having him unwind, go everything he has, and then you're still just kind of standing there. Um, that's that must be pretty cool. But I don't know. It was it was very weird, which made me even question uh, Adesanya a lot more. So I was like, really? Dude, whatever. This guy, no, this guy dropped. Hey, tell me, like, really? <laughs> really? This guy dropped you, Adesanya? Not even like I just Strickland hasn't dropped anybody else. He hasn't done this much damage to anybody else. But Lil Adesanya, so that's kind of where my train of thought went. But I know you probably didn't go there. Jesus. Well, I mean, do we have anything else before wrapping up? No. I mean, I had some questions, but I don't remember what they were. But no. So... Sounds like he's good, two fans. Uh, so, yeah, this week, Saturday, UFC 298. Where are y'all watching? Yeah. Unknown. Same. 
That was good oh, Woodrow's okay. for him. Oh, I like Apollo Cliff. Yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> he heard public and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta celebrate Valentine's, so I gotta figure that out. What's a better Yikes. place and thicker than Little Woodrow's there? Yeah, who doesn't want to watch fights, right? Valentine's. Yeah, it's like Happy Valentine's Day. Here's Taporia knocking out Volk. Yeah. The only thing that would be better is they had a power slap event. That'd be the only thing that'd be more romantic. Oh, that is true. Hey, their next event is sold out. For what? For power buy... slap? Yeah, you can't even buy tickets. It's, I think it was only like seven rows and they're sold out. And if you're trying to buy like resale, they're pretty expensive. Where is it? Where Las is Vegas. It? I think it is just Las Vegas then. So Man, I think I, I think your one little follow Caesar is not, your save or whatever isn't gonna do anything, bro. It's, yeah, they're selling out, bro. Well, they still they're still not getting my likes nor my bookmarks. But uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna have to keep researching for the clips. Well, two fans, there you have it, Caesar. Nope, anti slap, power slap, but he will, you know, yeah. enjoy them. He will enjoy them if it comes up. You know what I mean. Hey, um, no liking and no saving. I don't mind y'all seeing the clips. They are pretty tantalizing. But no liking, no saving. We got to make a difference around here. So. Yeah. Fight the man. Um, two fans, you know where to find us. At Slice Apples Pod on Twitter. At Slice Apples Podcast on YouTube. Man, I don't even know. Just one of those things. Try one of those. It should work. And um, we will see you next time. <laughs>